Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of the In the Latch podcast. I am Adam Lee, and I am joined, as always, with Mr. Matt Benefield. Matt, how are you? Wonderful, Adam. And I hope you are, too. I am. What were you doing with your hand there? I, I was just hoping you said the last name right. You're, no, you're getting oh, better. I'm sorry. I talked to Wild Bill over the weekend, so it went out the window. Oh. Yeah. Um. Did you go anywhere this weekend? Where were you at? Well, I didn't go to any rodeos. Oh, okay. So, no. Okay, I didn't know. If, I couldn't remember if you went anywhere or not. I was in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, I did that NCASRA um, LJ Rodeo Company. Say all okay. that. Like, just say it continuously. All <laughs> the letters and everything. Go fast now. LJ Rodeo Company. All of it. All of what? You said NCSRA. BR549. Yeah. Dash. Dash. That's right. You can't forget the dash. What's yeah. after the dash? I don't know. F you. <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. Stop. Stop, boy. In rare form. You need more sleep. You get weird when you don't have enough sleep. You're right. Um, but I was up there this weekend with. Um, Marshall Green. I haven't worked with Marshall in a long time. And I did not know it. And I hate I didn't get to see it. He has his Moonshine Act. I don't know if you've ever seen it or not. Um, that is two years in a row been nominated for the PRCA Specialty Act of the Year. How about that? So, yeah, it was. It's really good from what I remember. I saw it years ago when he first started doing it. Um, but the arena was so muddy, he couldn't get his car out there. Right. Um, we, we actually ended up canceling. Friday night due to rain. Yeah. Then we came back Saturday night, and it, it was kind of rainy, kind of nasty. Crowd was a little off due to that, but it was it was a pretty good show. Pretty good show. Uh, it was actually co-sanctioned. Another outfit involved was Frank, Preacher Frank. They actually had Ranch Bronc riding there, and that Ranch Bronc riding points went toward the Broken Pipe points. How about that? Yeah. The BPR. <laughs> <laughs> yes. More acronyms, so yeah, it was a uh, it was a wet weekend. But I, I really like Johnson City. I, you know, we did that. We got to show up there in Elizabethton later this year, and I was there last year. We didn't really have a chance. I spent some time in Johnson City. That's a really neat little town. Yeah, well, you you speak highly of it. I I've not been yet. I can't wait to go. Man, it's it's going to be a good time. We're we're going to be up there July the fourth weekend. Um, one thing we do need to mention. Speaking of weekends. Um, our bland show has been moved. Yes. To the last weekend in August. It was the last weekend in June, but it's been moved to the last weekend in August. Um, and I'm really, really excited that we're doing it like that because it is my favorite type of rodeo, a fair, fair rodeo. rodeos. Yep. There is nothing like a good fair rodeo. And um, we've lined up Ernie Treadway. He's coming, bringing the buck and stop. And he. I mean, Ernie Treadway, what else do you need to say? You can't get much better. I mean, um, most people that may not know who he is definitely will probably know Chicken on the Chain, which is probably what he's most famous for, that great bucking bull yeah. that came from Ernie Treadway. And he's just got some good good stock. Um, we've got quite a few vendors. we got, I think, three vendors yeah. right now already lined up. And we are still looking for people that would be interested in setting up like we said, the fair's going on. I talked to Jesse today. Um, the fair will be going on. There's a cattle show going on during the day. And of course, the fair. 
And you, vendors can set up, I believe she said, as early as 2 or 3 o'clock. So you're really getting more than just the rodeo. You're getting a ton of traffic up there. Absolutely. Um, so it would be a great, great deal if you are interested in setting up. That is coming up the last Saturday in August. And also, we need to thank our great sponsor. You were just showing me this awesome banner we got, which yeah. will be on display in Bland on Absolutely. the announcer stand, I'm sure. Absolutely. You yes. Want, you want to shout her out? or You do it. it. Oh, you, it's my turn. It's your turn. Okay. You, you do it so well. Absolutely. Brianna Lester, BMAR Media, hooked us up with some shirts and some hats. Limited supply. Uh, we're running out fast. Yes. And if you need one, we will. Uh, we might have one. If not, we can order some more. We can order some more. We can always do that. You know why? Because Brianna has great service. Quick service. Quick. I'm not saying she bumps us ahead of the line. But we are special. But maybe she does. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, nobody else is on special. podcast. Special. Maybe so. we're special, Ed. I don't I don't really uh, know. That's fine. Maybe a little above. Whatever gets us to have some right. t-shirts and banners quicker. That's I right. I, I'm all about results. It's like they always said, call me whatever, just don't call me late for dinner. That's right. Amen. Okay. <laughs> Did they say that, though? Yeah, all I right. think. Another oh, one other thing that, speaking of clothing, it just hit me. Um, you know, Matt, I felt really weird this weekend. You know what I did not do? You didn't wear a tie. I didn't. But I was, how did it feel? I mean, was it nice to breathe? Like, it felt weird. I felt I felt just out of place. I felt very informal. I felt like I shouldn't be announcing. Hmm. I didn't like it at all. Huh. Um, but they're really lucky I had a long sleeve shirt because I was on the phone about some bail bonding business. I was actually on a on a three way call with two other bondsmen about something. Um, that morning while I was packing up to leave and I got everything ready, got up there, show got rained out Friday, Saturday night, almost showtime, went to grab a shirt and there was no long sleeve shirts. That's and no big deal. Yeah. I, I dug around in the truck and I, I found one. I did have a short sleeve collared shirt. That's fine. That was bluish. I thought, well, I can wear my sport jacket over it. And it, it was a fishing shirt, though. Nice. And nice. We, we couldn't wear a fishing shirt at a Broken Pipe Rodeo co-sanctioned event. Okay. So, um, couldn't do it. But anywho, so yeah, it was a good time. Great show. Looking forward to being back up there. Um, you know, we are headed to Lancaster, South Carolina this weekend, Matt. Absolutely. I'll, I'll be announcing. You'll be judging. I will be leaving Circle G Arena, and I'll be coming in to Chesterfield on two wheels. Oh, really? Absolutely. Okay. So nice. Good luck with Slack, but I will be there for the show. Wow. So yeah, you, you really do have a full weekend. You got a is it a, a Friday Saturday deal or Saturday Sunday? Saturday Sunday. Okay. And you nice. know nobody cares that diesel's five dollars and sixty five cent a gallon. No. I'm gonna make that trip anyways because that's how dedicated I am. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Yes, <sighs> that freaking guy. Um, it. It had gas in Tennessee was like four fifteen going up the mountain. What was diesel? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. I don't even want to know. Honestly, I've got to where I don't look that much just because. Well, you gotta have it, you know. Yeah, so I'm just gonna pull in and get it. So I try to go to Sheets because I have the Sheets card. You get three cent off a gallon. Oh wow! Every little bit helps, right? Every little bit helps. <laughs> preacher, uh, preacher Henry told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. And also, but see, the cool thing is that as you get points, you get rewards on other stuff. Like I went in there the other day, and like with at a minimum of $10 of gas, you get like 50% off a sub, or you get 
free call fee with purchase of gas. So you get some you get some cool stuff by using your sheets card. So they don't sponsor us, but they, they could. need to. Yes. After that spill, yes. Put mine in the mail. I mean, they're not as good as Bucky's, but hey, we they're don't not have bad for North Carolina. That's yeah. right. So we are also getting ready to wrap up our bullfighting series. Next on the list is our women in rodeo series. We're doing this for Jesse Helm. She wanted us to do it. And um, I think I told you, I talked to Alex Vines this weekend. Yeah. She's going to be on here with us. She does the triathlon. She wrote. She does a lot of things. So um, I'm really looking forward to having her on here. And when I ask her about it, she's like, oh, man, I would love to. You just tell me when. I can't wait. I can't either. I am super excited about that. Very talented young lady. Oh, she is indeed talented. (laughs) So we're looking forward to having her at the house. So anyway, but that is not for a couple more weeks. (laughs) Once again, we are going to... Okay, um, cool. We are um, actually, we, we're sitting down tonight to record. We've already recorded our last episode of the Bullfighting Series, which is Landon Pope. That'll mm-hmm. be out next week. Um, but we are going to take a couple weeks off, and we'll be letting y'all know a little bit closer to time exactly when we'll be back with that series. Maybe maybe we can lead off with Alex Fines. She's a good starting point. So. We'll see how that goes. Hopefully. Hopefully. We can we can only hope, right? Yeah. So anyway, but today we have very special people with us. Some uh, a, a pair of young guns, if you will. Yes. One has been on here before. We've talked to him, but I'm just glad we finally remembered to call him. Finally. We how many episodes, Matt, have we done that we all sit around and go, Did you call Quinn? And you go, No. I thought you were going to call Quinn. And you know who called Quinn? Nobody. Nobody called Quinn. But he was thought about. And they say it's the fault that counts. That's right. But it was a good three or four episodes. It was. So this should be about his fifth one. But in reality, it's only his second. Yeah. And with him, we have the youngest person we've ever interviewed. The old class sleeper. Yeah. Third Um, and fourth period. Third and fourth period. And he's smart. And he's passing school. And we've got to get on to this quick because he said he's got to go home and write an essay. He is a much better student than I was. Absolutely. Because I would probably be writing it on my way to school in the morning. And I was probably skipping school, so it don't matter. Exactly. Or expelled. So. And you don't need no education to fight bulls. Nope. I mean, have you ever talked to a bullfighter? Okay. Think of. about it, you know? Just, yeah. just think about it. Yeah. So, anywho, it is Alvin. The Alvin. That, you talking to Mike now. Hey. Hey, guys. <laughs> yes. Starts off the bang right there. Coming in hot. It's Alvin. And he is the smartest, the world's smartest bullfighter, which ain't saying much. But it's saying but something. But it's saying something, exactly. So how old are you, Alvin? I'm 17. You are 17. And we don't even talk about the hat you're wearing. So we'll just, we'll just breeze yeah. on past that. Um, so... You and Quinn, y'all travel together a lot, don't you? Yes, sir. Now, y'all were down in Georgia over the weekend? Yes, sir. For the UBF. Did you fight? Party in the Pines? No, sir. I had the chance. If I would have been 18, yes, sir, I would have fought. They were a man short. Oh, well, darn. How unfortunate. Yeah, Chase knew my age. 
Oh, so, man. Dang it, Chase. You should have said, yeah, he's 18, 23. What you talking about? You should have signed for him as his legal guardian. As his legal guardian. Yeah. That sounds like something Chase Blythe would do. <sighs> Come on, Chase. Come on. Get it together. <laughs> and But now you fought, didn't you, Quinn? Yeah. So uh, I was entered in the 18-man standalone party in the pines. And uh, this is a pretty cool deal, man. Uh, got hooked. Didn't finish my my bullfight, but it it is what it is. It was it was an awesome experience and cool to be around the top bullfighters in the world. So yeah, who ended up winning that? Uh, Chance Mormon. Yep. Okay. Sweet. Nice. Yep. Nice. Man, that's that's awesome. I know we were talking about sitting down and doing this Sunday, and it kind of worked out good because I I stay I didn't get home from late till Tennessee, and then y'all had. Y'all had that deal going on. Yeah, had um, Stigall's, uh Sunday yeah. night. Now, so, you fought there. Did you fight at Stigall's Island? No, sir. Have you ever fought at Stigall's? No, sir. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But Landon may retire one day. <clears throat> one day. One day. And did you – I want to – me and Quinn were talking before you got here because you were late to get here. Um, what are you trying to say? I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> Uh, everybody you know, here was on time. The other you. the other episode that we did when you showed up, you said six and you showed up at six forty five. I, I didn't even after, bring that up. I said after six. After six is six forty five. You said if it was after six, you'd call me. <laughs> I, I tried calling. And you called me when you got out of the truck. Hey you're, man, you're probably yeah. lucky you even came at all. Exactly. At that point, he was running so late. Y'all know where the keys are at. But um, so he says not yet, and that's funny because me and Quinn were talking. Just diving right into the meat and potatoes here about some things with the young guns here. Paying dues. So, Quinn, what do you want to bring up about paying dues? Uh, I mean, I think it's, I, I just think it's important. Um, I think it's really what separates the guys who fight bulls versus the bullfighters, if, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, you gotta you gotta work those junior rodeos for nothing and and just be happy to fight bulls and just excited to be there and and rodeo and do what you love and I think guys who kind of get it handed to them uh, they don't quite appreciate what they get to do every weekend as much and uh, and I think there's a respect factor there too. That's very well and, said. By the way. Yeah, a- absolutely. Um, and I, I think there's a respect factor, too. We all know people who have, who have just walked into something in their life. Um, you know, I mean, it could be something like this, or it, it could be a company that their dad owned or whatever, and they just walked into it. And not to say that maybe they're not talented, they don't have abilities, but I just think the overall respect level for people like that is lower yeah. than what it is well, for the people who have started down yonder somewhere. Well, you know? and it's, I think it's because if when it's handed to you, you don't. I mean, you don't have to work as hard for it. You know, if right. it's just given to you, what what's the where's the drive and the motivation to get better? If if you're just getting stuff handed to you, and uh, if when you start at the bottom of the ladder, it's it's a climb, and you got to work hard to climb that ladder. Yeah, and. Uh, it, I I do think it makes a difference in in being a bullfighter versus a guy who who steps around bulls and fights bulls. You know, uh, I also think it shows in their personality. So they're different people in the arena and around an environment. They're just 
they don't put forth like that excited happiness. You know what I mean? Because every time I'm in the arena or I'm around rodeo in general, I just I'm always ecstatic. It's, so when did you start? Start fighting bulls yes. was at a uh, Bobby Bowman's place. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> Yes, sir. Um, yeah. yeah, I was just – I talked about it a long time ago with Quinn when I was, like, 13, back when he first started, and I never – I didn't have the heart for it, I guess you could say then. Well, and not to mention, so we were – I was working at Bobby's there for the summer and kind of living there and, and just being around bulls, and Alvin was living there too, and he was – this chubby kid who I mean always eating honey buns yeah. or oatmeal cream pies and we're out working and like yeah, yeah we're out working hungry and he's just walking around with his honey buns and we're like just jealous, you know, and uh, you got to be a hundred and five pounds <laughs> twisted and still in sex appeal like Quinn Moran. Oh yeah, yeah. be a bullfighter. Hey, one twenty now. 120. We're getting oh, there. <laughs> You're going to be a heavyweight for too long. <laughs> I know. I'm just going to start calling you dump trucks to check it <laughs> But, uh, no, yeah, he came up to me about it, and, and I didn't think he was serious. I, I really didn't. And, uh, you call him fat. Not in fat. That, well, let me tell not you. Not in that conversation. Oh, Quinn, <laughs> Quinn thought I was the most annoying middle schooler he's ever Dude, met. Dude, you were. <laughs> you were. You were in middle school, though, so. I'll cut you some slack, but yeah, you were you were an annoying kid, man. <laughs> we ha- and fat. Do you have your boxing annoying gloves fat. with you? Uh, as a matter of fact, I do. Okay, I've got some in my truck too. So maybe after this is done, yeah. we let them hash that part out. <laughs> yes, we're gonna let them settle. Um, we're gonna put that on our pay per view portion, the yeah. video of 120 pounds yeah. of pure steel Quinn Moran and the former fat kid, toe to toe. The rumble at the ranch. Yeah. Did you say sparring gloves? No, we got twelve. You got tw- I got twelve ounces. I got ten ounces. Oh, let's give the ten ounces to Quinn. He's a little bit smaller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he may need them. Um. Anywho, so um, as a former fat kid, what um, what? Wow. I mean, did you go to fat camp? That like hurts. That hurts, hurts, man. You, so what? Why do you capitalize off of that? Why do you have to run with it? <laughs> it's bad. I mean, I mean, keep going, but I'm just saying. It was just a question. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. That's a horrible thing, but don't stop. You had my back there for a second. That's so bad. No, don't. But listen, but listen, Chubbs, tell us. uh... Um, Thanks, guys. So, when did you stop being so bad? I mean, was that, did you honestly, desire to fight bulls, or did you just, like, stop eating honey buns all the time? Well, honestly, play I played uh, I played football my ninth grade year, and that was kind of a turning point. I uh, was in the gym 90% of my time, other than sleeping in class, but. <laughs> hey, to grow, sleep's important. you got to have that rest. Sure. Right. Is uh, that the whole story? Well, no, that's not. <laughs> oh, okay. Conditioning, I mean, I used to get, I got to the point where I was really enjoying the, the I guess you could say the gains or the results, but um, sick gains. It, it, it wasn't it wasn't gains as much as it was losses, because <laughs> uh, but I got to where I was running, I'd run the track in the mornings before school, and there for a while I was really skinny actually, 
like I was down to one fifth, one one forty five. Dang, that's not as scrawny as Quinn I know that's right not now. that's not super skinny, but it's pretty skinny for me because I've always been about one eighty. Yeah. Wow. And then, so did you? When did you actually start fighting bulls? Was it about that same time, like ninth grade, or did it? Well, it came along later. See, I ended up um, pretty much when COVID hit. Like that's a good time to say because I was working for Bobby Bowman. And then ended up moving in over there and working full time for him. Um, but I was around bulls, uh, I, as Caleb Key would say, bull savvy, and it so just led from there. Living at Bobby Bowman's, is there anything that you would like to say about that? Because there have been some very interesting people that have lived at the Double B. Yeah, right? it's it's not the most exciting part of my resume, but. <laughs> Um, I will say that was a factor too in, in weight loss, that double B diet. Um What um I'm almost frightened to ask, knowing some of the people that have passed through there, what is the double B diet? Um I mean, can you say it without incriminating yourself if you can't that's <laughs> if you're going no, to be, no, no, I, I am a clean person. I I will tell you I'm a clean person. I have I am hundred percent never done anything. Like that. Say, if you're going to incriminate yourself, you don't have to answer it. But no, most of the time. As a matter time, of fact, I will bail you out of jail if you do. So go ahead and answer it. I need some money. Um, nutty buddies in the morning, and you might get stew at night. If not, then you just got nutty buddy in the morning. Packing or a pack of nabs for, for lunch. lunch. Yeah. So that, that was my terrible. diet. Well, you didn't incriminate yourself, but I think they might be uh, doing a shakedown over there. <laughs> <laughs> for, uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was good times working there. It was. Well, it, it was like it. <laughs> we was hungry, but we was having fun. Oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh yeah. You gotta be hungry, man. Gotta be. Hungry. Gotta want it. Gotta want it. Oh yeah. For sure. Um, so you were you were staying over there at the old Double B, and I guess you because they have a practice pen up there. They used to at least on Wednesday night. I think they still do, don't they? Well, honestly, in the last six months, it's been just about every day of the week. Really. Um, because they're just throwing it around. It's been between Wednesdays, Sundays, and they're doing it on Thursday, Fridays, whenever they want to. It's just kind of whenever he posts it. Okay, nice. So yeah, you. I guess you're in the right spot then because you definitely get in a lot of, a lot of time, a lot of practice. Right, right. That was uh, that was one of the bright sides. Well, and when he started fighting bulls, I was fighting bulls by myself in the practice pen. And so he he was showing a lot of interest, and he'd kind of been on me about it for, for a while. And I was like, all right, I could use some backup out here. And so I started showing him some And you're stuff not as fat and, as you used to be. Yeah, he, he had lost weight, and, and he was working. And like, I grew up, too. Yeah, he yeah. grew up, and he matured, and, and he was, like, wor- actually working with us and working hard. And I, I started really seeing the potential in him and uh, – I mean, we we worked the dummy together a couple times, and we would have private uh, sessions at the uh, double B at night. That's where he got his first hook in. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds that was really horrible, but, Quinn. But private uh, freestyle okay, let's, let's, sessions with there some we like go. stuff, uh, some smaller <laughs> stock that would come to. You, but. We used to have private night hooking sessions. <laughs> well, wow, Bobby Bowman is yeah. getting ready. <laughs> Yeah, to be raided <laughs> by like several federal agencies yeah. at this point. Um, you may not be welcome up there anymore. Yeah, after probably the feds not. Get done with him now. Golly. 
But no, we would we would uh, practice there all the time, and uh, he, I mean, he was working there and around the Bulls all the time, and he got really good really quick. Yeah, yeah. I will say one of the funner things that we did when I started, um, there were, we had this Zebu. I know I don't know if a lot of people know what Zebus are. It's just cool. a just a yeah. smaller, lot more hostile. Not as hostile as a fighting bull, but they can be hostile. Um, Roped him, brought him, put him in a round pen in, in this barn, which we call the lower barn, um, and just fought him until he was a pet. I, I got mauled several times by the Zebu. I think I, I think I lost like three pair of jeans today before wow. I bought a pair of shorts. That is a mean little sucker. You learn with every hooking. Right. And he was, he was actually really good practice, too, to, to kind of slow things down and keep it controlled. I mean, we were in a really small pen, but... It forced you to step around and do something, move. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, on the on the terms of move, um, my first real nice hooking was uh, in our private freestyle sessions. Uh, this cross, kind of a crossbred mini bull. Um, I froze. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, Locked hold up. Hold on. He's not going to tell the story right. Uh, he got... <laughs> He got he froze and got flipped and knocked himself out and Dang. it was the first hooking that Alvin has ever taken and it was good no it was not it, it it wasn't the first hooking I've ever taken fighting bulls not okay fighting bulls the first yeah. hooking I ever taken was by nine one one which was one of Bobby Bulls black and white speckled um oh uh, yeah I hate him uh, I got thrown over a twelve foot bogey is he not dead yet not yet. But um, he's not mean anymore. We fought him at the junior SRA, and I mean, I had to hold his horn and basically let him around. Well, he's probably like Ronald was talking about with the yak attack. The thing was, <laughs> yeah, was yeah. older than Methuselah. Is <laughs> one of the what was it? Ronald said did they have more than one yak back there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a. But so you got hooked by Grandpa. No, he was not old. He was a young. Yeah, he was probably a four, year, three year old. Okay. Whenever I got hooked by him, um, yeah, he chucked me over a twelve foot buggy, like the top, like the big top, you know, went over top, and then come down, slapped in the mud. So it was a nice landing. But uh, and then when I got up, um, I don't know if y'all ever heard of the name Josh Messer used to work for Bobby. Anyways, <laughs> on, on other terms, um. Yeah, I got up and was excited. I don't. I got excited about getting hooked. So I was, and he said, "Y'all, you know, you ought to think about fighting bulls if you're that excited about getting hit." And he's a good one. To take life advice from. Oh God. Yo, I'm sure. I'm sure. But it's led me in the right direction so far. Why do you say that, man? I'm giving the man a compliment, and you're over here. You and your negativity. Everybody I just heard. Can't take it. Everybody heard. You giving him a compliment, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. They heard it in your voice, and you over here in your negativity. I just uh, can't, I can't take it anymore. Um, anywho, so um, it didn't run you off. You came back for more. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, I guess you could say that was a point where I was like, "Hey, if that's what I'm doing, that's fun." You know, just put some ethics and some footwork behind it, and I can go with this. Well, you know, the double B. As much as we've said about it, one thing's for sure, you have had a lot of talented people yep. pass through there. Absolutely. Um, you know, I remember 
back, man, I guess this was probably 2010, 11, maybe 12. Every Wednesday night, you had Tyler Fur, Chris Fur, Chris Fur, up there. They run it. They were yeah. actually doing it. Yeah. Uh, Eli Bassbinder was there. Eli every Bassbinder. When I started fighting bulls there, uh, Dylan Smith was getting oh, on yeah. bulls Dylan, yeah. every weekend. Jacob Eli, yep. um, Seth White, Travis Summers was the guy who who basically taught me how to fight bulls in that in that arena. So. And that's a name. He, he's making a comeback. He's making a comeback yeah. in he, the freestyle. When, yeah, when the freestyle first started taking off, he was one of the early ones that that was pretty good at it. He just fell off. I'm well, not sure I mean, exactly what happened to him. He got wiped up. Which oh, is cool. Oh. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. Right. But now he's back in. Back now in he's married, court. so he can do whatever he wants. Right. Right. <laughs> Hard parts out of the way. <laughs> um, you know, and and I tell you another one that used to come up there every Wednesday night, and I don't even know if he's still riding anymore. But man, I have seen some of the best bull rides I've ever seen came from this guy, Chris Bishop. Yes, sir. Yeah, he, he was there when I was fighting. The old what? The knot hook. Yeah. That dude would hook his fur. I hated fighting bulls when he was getting on. Absolutely. Because you was going to have to pull him off. When when he was right. When he was riding right. Yep. I, I mean, I've never went to anything that he couldn't ride if, when he was when he was right. And I don't know. I don't really know what ended up happening to him. I used to see him at a lot of stuff. And, um, you know, I, I just haven't seen him in a while. But he was... You know, always one of the top guys in Zebra. And I, I just don't think he ever went quite as far as he probably could no, have. No, absolutely not. I, I was actually there when he got on his first bull at Circle K. Really? Thursday night. He covered his second bull ever and stuck to him. I mean, one that guys have been riding for years had had, had trouble with, and he just kind of stuck to him and, I mean, had a horrible get-off. But, I mean, he, he, he was gritty. He was talented. As Believe it or not, I'd like to – I'd like to think it was my old rope because he had my old rope and I sold him my spurs. And, you know, they never done me any good, but it seemed like whenever I sold them to him, they just clicked. You know, something clicked with them things. And, and I was going to ask if he did better with him or you did better with him. Absolutely 100% him. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, but that was another one that used to come up there at the old Double B a lot. It was, there's been a lot of talented people yeah. that have passed through there and didn't. I'm trying to remember. Didn't Miles Jones? Yeah, he fought there? there a little yeah. bit. Speaking of Miles, believe it or not, he was fighting Bulls in Tennessee where I was this weekend. First time I have seen Miles fight in in years. Um, I, had, I mean, he's been fighting all over the place. We oh, fought. Yeah, yeah. We fought King together this year a couple times. So I just haven't been anywhere that he's been. I haven't seen him since he got his PRCA card, which that's been that's been a minute. Yeah. Well, that's good for him. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, that means yeah. he's gone. He's traveling. He's rodeoing. Hey, that's what we all want to do eventually. That's the dream. Yeah. Well, you know, I know you've been doing some traveling. Yeah. And Alvin has been traveling, but due to his status as a minor, he ain't been able to fight. But you know, you uh, you're getting a taste of the traveling life. Right. Right. It's a it's a lifestyle. That's the best way to put it. I love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, me too. Me too. It, and it, I mean, it's so freeing to be able to just go wherever you need to go and go do what you love. And, I mean, it's a 
to party with friends and family every rodeo every weekend is just a good time and it's so freeing to just hit the road and go you know what I, one of the things i always think about is i you know i get paid to go to places that a lot of people pay to go yeah exactly and uh, man that's the thing fighting bulls is I get paid to do something that people dream of doing or, or think is awesome and would love to try. And yeah. it's, it's like, I'm out there getting paid to do that. And I'm living, I'm living my dream, but it's, it's someone else's too, you know? Well, and you know, even just, you think about just, just you know, how many people every weekend, pay to go to rodeos and i get paid to do what people pay to do it's it's kind of a cool lifestyle yeah it's really cool yeah we're in the entertainment business and, and you gotta remind yourself that sometimes we are professional adult male entertainers <laughs> yeah. 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 he is a professional child entertainer oh, don't uh, say that <laughs> don't say that i'm a minor but i'm 17 remember that Got another year. Got another year. You can step up to the big leagues with us. Uh. <laughs> yeah, sticking to junior deals for now. Yeah. Where all have you been fighting at? Um, junior SRA is was my first kind of big deal, I guess you could say, big junior deal, full, you know, full rodeo junior deal, and then um, I got to fight King the finals this oh, year. Oh, did you? That nice. was an amazing experience. Uh, shout out to Raptor K for having me. Um, that was. One of my favorite deals so far in in my bullfighting career. Um, I fought Love Valley for the the Love Valley Rodeo Association. Oh yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was last year, right? They're not yeah, doing last it this year. year yeah, they, they canceled it this year because yeah. of the new mayor. Um, there was some, I guess you could say, a big stink. Yeah, there were some differences. Um, Who's the mayor up there now? I currently don't know, but they were taking the arena away from Julie Sneed, the president, when yeah. they, they put on. Do it, yeah. Um, yeah, they took the arena away from her, pretty much, and that just turned into a nice little, little, little argument. Are they doing anything with that arena down? Um, currently, it's being cleaned because in it the dispute, <laughs> in the dispute, um, yeah, all of the light poles ended up in the middle of the arena. Yeah, wow. That's um. So all the light. This is some Love Valley stuff going on right here. Yeah, for sure. This is Love Valley stuff. Um, from what I was told in the grapevine, they cut the uh, the center pole that the main electrical pole. Yeah. Cut it down into the middle of the into the arena, and the wires just brought every other pole with it. So so let's back up. Who is they? I I don't know who they is, but I'm guessing was this somebody on the side of the town or opposing? Tell on them, opposing the town. Okay, opposing. We don't need names. I'm just curious what side it was. Love Valley Rebels. Rebels. (laughs) (laughs) That's everybody up there, though. Yeah. Well, the mayor, the new mayor, um, there. I'm guessing because a lot of people don't like them. They are locally hated. Well, you know, Love Valley is one of those things. It's really sad. It used to be a cool thing back in the day. I mean, well, I say that. It used to be cool back in the day, and then it went through a phase like where you were liable to get stabbed or shot up there. 
Which was just and, last week. Yeah, just last week. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, we were up there on Easter, and I was shocked at how calm it was because I used yeah. to bounce up there, and I remember Easter weekend being wild. Most holiday shocked. weekends there. Yeah. But Easter weekend was, I mean, but I, I think it was calm. It was calm. Yeah, it was very sure. calm. Um, but it, it used to be such a neat thing when all the shops were open, and that was a little bit before my time, like when Joe Ponder was up there and, and all that. But yeah. it's, but maybe they'll bring life back to Love Valley. Who knows? One, maybe you could be the one, Alvin. One yeah. light pole at a time. One light pole <laughs> at a time. Um, so you fought for the, is, is that pretty much all you've been fighting? Um, we picked up, me and Quinn picked a deal up in South Carolina. Um, uh, Swansea, it's yeah, below Columbia. Yeah. Um, the South Carolina uh, Rodeo Association, their youth rodeo down there. Yeah, I, I love the tackets. They are good for some of them. Oh, it's, yes, a, it's, it's a great rodeo to work. It's great people, fun fun bulls. Rodney Black brings bulls to it, and they're He's always got at least one thing that's gonna come to you, right? And if uh, not two, I mean, it, yeah, there it's it's a good time all the way around. It's fun rodeo to work. Oh yeah, yeah, and I I, I really like those people down there. I got I got hooked up with them several years ago, and it was kind of funny. I had planned I wanted to go to the beach. And I was just thinking, man, I want to go to the beach, and that was back before I was as busy as I am now. And they called me. I said, oh, South Carolina. I saw how far they were from the beach, and I'm like, look, I will come to your show, but it's got to be over by this time. And I was, and they finished it right on time, and I was packing up, and so I did it basically just to pay for my beach trip. That was the first time I was ever down. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think I did one for them right at the end of 2020, kind of as things were, were starting to fire back up a little bit. Um, yeah. Not, I really, I really love them. Nothing about the packets. Yes, they're they're good people. One of my favorite things about their association is it's kind of almost like a winter event. So it's in the off season. Like they start yeah. up in, you know, August or September and it kind of carries all the way around and yeah. through the winter. So gives well, us I, something to do. I talked to her husband. Um, I was announcing a South Carolina high school deal down in Camden last year and their kids were competing and they at that time, I'd assume, based on what you just said, they probably still do. They're like, we wait until the high school schedule's out, Foothills, all the other people, and we just plug ours in around them so that way, you know, we're not stepping on anybody's toes, and that way it gives people an opportunity. You don't have to choose us or them, you yeah. know, which I, I like that mentality. I, I like it because obviously. They want to do well, but they schedule it so that other people can do well. well too. And and it, I think that's great. It makes it easy for like contracted personnel. Yeah. For like, I I love working that rodeo, and it's it's in such a at such a good time that I don't have to worry about oh, do I have to be here or somewhere else? I, I can I can say all right, yeah, I I love this rodeo. Let's let's work it, and I'm not having to worry about double booking or anything right. like that. Right. Oh, Alvin. Alvin, he moved the mic from his mouth and he placed it gently on his chin and looked at me. I thought he was getting ready to hit me with like some wisdom here. Oh, no. I, I've been because I feel like I'm breathing into the mic the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Yes. <sighs> some Darth Vader stuff. Yes. I am your father, Luke. Yes. Oh, man. Well, you know, 
you were saying that you have an essay to write tonight. It's actually a final exam for my college class. Well, the good thing is you don't need it right. to fight bulls. Right. Have you I, ever been asked about your education fighting a bull, Quinn? No, not uh, once. There we. What about you, Matt? No. No. I, see, I, they already know. rodeo has no standards. <laughs> they, so I mean, they right. ask what bullfighting schools I've been to, but that's not. I mean, that's that's my education. That's my lifestyle education. Not your lifestyle. Speaking of which, y'all have a school coming up. Yeah, so we're we're gonna go down to the uh, UBF camp in Fort Worth. That'll be first week of June, the sixth through the eighth. Yeah. So nice. I'll pr- I'll pretty much be I'll have an SRA in King that Friday Saturday, be at stands that Sunday, fly out to Fort Worth, be at that camp uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. If you do good there, there's a a freestyle event that Thursday, so hoping to do good and get into that, and then come back and be in, I guess Gordonsville that Saturday. Yeah, not. Are now. you going? Are you going on that trip, Alvin? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll be nice. First one, he says. Yeah, it'll be. This will be my first school. Yes, sir. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm stoked. Who? Uh, who's doing it? Uh, it's the UVF. Uh, so do they just have different people? Is there a yeah, primary? Yeah, the structure? last the last one there was Frank, but I've, the UVF school I went to, uh, I guess late 2020, was uh, Ross Hill and Matt Baldwin were the instructors. Oh, Matt Baldwin, that's yeah. a he's a good one. Yeah, and Ross Hill was an amazing. Oh, Ross teacher. Ross did so much uh, mentally, like he helped me so much mentally. Yeah. Uh, Man, that was a yeah. I I really I really wish he was there this weekend. I could use him this past well, weekend. And it was so it, it was just such a weird random yeah yeah weird random thing that happened to Ross down there. It's it was crazy. But yeah, he was definitely he was definitely one of the good ones. Um, Matt Baldwin, I, is what's he doing mostly now? Because there for a while, uh, what were the the uh, CBR? Yeah, he yeah. was real big in the CBR. I think he he's doing a lot for the UVF. I know he's been judging a lot of their deals, uh, and then I I'm pretty sure he's been going to them camps and stuff like that, trying to help some younger guys out. Um, but as far as day to day, I don't know what he does. I but I know he's been judging those UVFs. Right. Right. So, are you excited about that, Alvin? Yes, I am very excited. Have you I, ever fought a fighting bull? No, sir. I okay. haven't been in front of like nothing directly related to a, just a, a zebu. Just a zebu. Just a zebu. One yeah. of those miniature fighting Indian cows. Right. It's right. Gonna, it's it's kind of going to be like that, except totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so <laughs> It'll be just like I, that, if I but not. Give you any advice? It's just do everything you did there. Just. Different. Well, and Matt is going to be putting on a bullfighting yeah, school yeah, right yeah. here in Lexington. Exactly. You can hear more of that wisdom, but by golly, it's going to cost you. <laughs> but see, at the end of the day, you got to go into it mentally as it's just a bull. They're all going to move the same. I mean, it, one might be meaner than the other, but it's just a bull. Another cow's cow. Yeah. I mean, that's what I say about females. It's just a female. Like, one may be meaner than the other, <laughs> but it's still a female. Can we delete that out? No. Absolutely not. I don't know how to edit on this program, okay. so it's all in there. Oh, man. It's live. Live, pre-recorded. I hope my mic was off. 
No, it wasn't. I actually just turned you up a little bit. Thank you. You're welcome. Right. You're welcome. So um, you can come to the bullfighting school and then watch Matt get flogged afterwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be a jolly good time. I've been wanting to announce a fight, and by George, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. <laughs> well, we still got to do that thing outside when we get down here. Yes, so yes. You'll, you'll get to announce Honey bun battle. Honey <laughs> bun battle. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. So, as we kind of start to wind down, we're already getting to our 45-minute <laughs> mark here. It. I love it. <laughs> as we kindly start to wind down. Well, it is what it is. Folks got to know what's happening. I love how Chase has brought light to that. Nobody yeah, can listen to you anymore without a straight face. It's it's one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Wow. We kindly start to wind down. It's not my favorite part. Y'all still talk 30 minutes after, right. <laughs> after he right. says it. They're fans. They're real fans. They oh, are. Like every podcast that drops. I Be like, like Quinn in yeah. Alvin. Oh, yeah. Listen to it. It's a, it's a good time. Great And podcast. you know one thing about Alvin, I got to say... Alvin is a stylish man. He shows up to Love Valley Easter weekend in this blue felt hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y'all, I can tell y'all an interesting story. I hey, got in a car wreck to go get that hat. Oh, dude. That, I, I have to say, when I first saw those blue hats, I didn't like them that much. But the more I look at them, I'm like, was it me, Adam? It was you, Alvin. <laughs> Watching you ride that mechanical bull in your blue felt, I was like, that's cowboy right there. <laughs> well, okay, let me back up. Watching you fall off the mechanical yeah, thank bull. You, thank that's, you. That's, that's more accurate. Thank you. I'm not a bull. Um, but yeah, tell us the blue the blue felt story. Um, so pretty much was going on to Raleigh, left from school. Where were you going? Shout to Rough Stock Western. Rough Stock Western, where they are a great place. Always, you you'll feel welcome when you go down there. They should sponsor us. Yeah, they 100% yeah. should, and oh, I'm sure they would, too. Hey, there right. we go. Well, Quinn is going to set it up. Thank yeah. you, Quinn. I'll do my best. Talk, talk to Gus. Talk yeah, to talk Gus. to Gus. Gus. He's your man, man. He's your man, man. Um, but I was on my way down there and hit somebody in the butt on I-40. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say hit. I tapped him. Is that what happened to your car? No, no. I hit a, I hit a deer in December at, seven, like, 75 mile an hour. Wow. Are you driving? Yeah. When oh, yeah. Okay. No. Okay. okay. Another funny story. All right. This is a story out of another story. Um, the first time me and Quinn really traveled really far together yeah, was, yes, we had a big very argument. big argument over who Honey was going to drive oh. because I feel and he feels like we need to drive so the other person don't have to drive. It was my car. I just wanted. No, to drive. we was in. No, uh, we well, was in the flatbed. Thank you. Well, I'm yeah, just going we to say, judging by looking at your car, the fact you've already dropped two wreck stories in about ten seconds. Yeah. I think I would not ride with you anywhere. I'm not. He's a bad scary. Something. Uh, you're scary. Sometimes. I'm not a bad driver. He he just doesn't yeah, I like that I use the whole lane. Car. I I use the whole lane when I drive. I mean, he says he pays taxes for both sides of the road. No, no, Dang no. See, so look, that's where he's wrong. Look, listen, listen. No, no. Okay. I don't use both lanes of the road. I use my lane, but it's an entirety. You know what I mean? Hey, I man. use it as an entirety. You don't mustard the mayonnaise, but I mean. You oh yes, I do mustard the mayonnaise. I mustard the mayonnaise. If it if it's a left curve, you're in the mayonnaise. If it's a right curve, you're in the mustard. Unless there's a car coming, stay out of the mustard because then it's going to turn to ketchup. Wow. <laughs> wow. Driving lessons with Alvin. 
If you have a young person preparing for driver's ed, call Alvin. <laughs> Alvin School of Driving. He'll pick you up in the totaled out car that he's got. It is not totaled out. She is a running champ. <laughs> she looks like she's we had took a hard my life. car to Georgia. <laughs> my car would have made it if I'd put tires on it. Oh, my. Well, you do need tires to drive down, <laughs> down the road. That is well, my drag slicks right now are running pretty, pretty flat. <laughs> That's the best way well, to I got it. an air compressor out here that I bought from oh, they air hold- compressor salesman. Oh, Paul Anastasia's? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> you say that last name for us again? Yeah, Anastasia's. Look him up he, on his PBR stats. He rode up to four years ago, Velocity <laughs> Tour. 43 years old, no beast. But puts, it, on, <laughs> puts on some fun bull riding. Oh, man. I tell you what. I think I had more bull riding in one night in about six weekends. And keep in mind, I'm booked every weekend somewhere. And, um, yeah. That guy. Yeah. Well, he is an air compressor salesman. Man, so, I, I, I guess he doesn't I'm sell like, vacuums. I don't know if he'll put air in your tire or not. Randy but. Trawick. Yeah. <laughs> Quinn, you were there I'm that still night. still waiting to see him. <laughs> were, were you there for any of those, Alvin? No, sir. The no, yeah, you were. You, you were, were working back pants. Oh, the Paul? Yeah, the, oh, PB&J. Paul, <laughs> Paul Anastasia. I didn't know his last name was that. What did you think we were sitting here talking about? I thought his last name was Settle because that's his wife's last name. Well, well, for, it's not his wife. It's not his wife. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, I totally thought that it, was his wife. It's a weird thing. Well, They're not well, swingers. We digress. Hold on. Did you hear what he said? They're not swingers, are they? <laughs> wow, um, I just wanted to make sure that I just wanted to make sure that you didn't miss that comment. <laughs> I did miss it. I just wanted. To, that's why. I said so I'm comment. curious, Alvin. Oh no, I, I uh, actually on. no. Hold on. You go ahead. I worked three rodeos back then before I got my first paycheck from him. Okay, that's not even what I care about. My question is, what about Paul Anastasia? And his set a woman that makes you think they're swingers. I can't resist, Matt. I can't. Um, the fact that they don't talk to one another at the rodeos. Not like you think a, a wife and a husband would. Which they're not wife and husband, as I just found out. There you go. But wow. that answers a lot, actually. I really thought that they were wife and husband. Um, no, they're not. Um, you know he's he's pretty busy with the air compressor business. <laughs> just just, just coming off the road from his 16 years on the PBR straight to air compressor business. I mean, air compressor selling hot right now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so many air compressors, so little time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, good times. That was that was really you know the first time that I didn't. Yeah, and uh, I was there first time. <laughs> first time I worked with a lot of guys, uh, both y'all, uh, Jack Johnson, Wild yeah. Bill. I mean, made some good friendships out of it. Right Jr. JR. Uh, yeah, but yeah. see, it it made some good friends. But God, those rodeos—they were. Well, I you know, I feel bad for y'all. Y'all were always having to fill dead time. Much as I don't like saying nice things about him, I am thankful for Matt because those would have been 
even, and I think Jack would even say, even you need, I mean, we honestly needed more than three people. But, <laughs> yeah. But even just Jack and I, I think Jack, I think he did tell me that he used every single joke in his joke book and was still trying to make it. Do you up. remember when we looked down there and he was in his barrel with in between bull rides? <laughs> yes. Or in between bulls, you know, about yeah. 15 minutes yeah. between bulls. And he was out there just flipping pages in his book, <laughs> just trying to dig as hard as he could. Y'all should have mic'd up Quinn. Yeah, so, I was having a great time out there. Iowa story. That was pretty funny. That was Tell him about Iowa. It's a horrible story. I just... Man, I mean... But you know what the good thing was? Nothing. Well, <laughs> nobody heard it because nobody was there. Yeah. That's true. It was really just me, you, and... Heck, y'all were, y'all were pulling stuff out of thin yeah. air because, dang... Y'all, y'all said I was the 2020 arm right. wrestling champion. Yeah. It started when you beat up Alvin. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. But uh, no, those were some interesting deals. Like I, oh, I got cool. hooked. I got hooked just to sell the show. Like y'all, y'all remember that? I got hooked at Love Valley. Just walked around this bull. Decided I'd stop, and he hooked me and ran me over. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm sure no one was, but yeah, yeah I got hooked watch. just trying to sell tickets. I I don't even. I think at some point Matt and I were just like talking and playing music, and we didn't really even know what was going on anymore. You know, after about 17 hours of this show, yeah, you run out of music, you run out of stuff to say, you run out of Randy Treywick <laughs> and Skeeter the Squelch. Oh my God! I mean. I know we've said this before on here, but I never forget setting up all their sound equipment on a flatbed trailer, and then we're going to give a crackhead a tractor in the mud and tell him to go out there and pull it. It took an hour and a half yes. just to get it in and out. Yes. Wow. It was, man, we had some good times. Do you work back then, back there, Alvin, sadly? Yeah. yeah. Who uh who all hauled bulls to that? Bobby Bowman, Rodney uh, Black, and Rodney, and Noel. Then, yeah, Noel Solis. Yeah. He yeah. he had the was he the one had the mini? No, no, no that was uh E W mini bulls. Yeah, oh, E W yeah. minis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Noel Noel brought some mean stuff. I took a pretty nasty hook in uh Lee Free seeing it actually firsthand. He watched the whole thing. Um. That he was didn't step in and save you. No, well, see, <laughs> it was over by the time that he was on his way. Um, yeah, just trying to work a gate, and they roped this bull, and the rope was in the way, and this just sat on his head pretty much. It it happened like if you blinked, you missed it. But I sat on his head and didn't let go of the panel, so I got put on his head, thrown up, raked down on his back on the ground, and out one of the panel. So, dang, but uh. Those were some wild times. Yeah. We uh that was that was special. That was special. Absolutely. As uh, you know, if yeah. you've ever watched King of the Hill and after they play that softball game and they get beat like hundred and thirteen to one, and the principal mall says, Well, you certainly seen a lot you can go home and reflect on tonight. <laughs> that's uh <laughs> that's how I felt after every single P, B, and J, Paul Anastasia, oh, Air Compressor Sales Rodeo. Yeah. and um, But, hey, you know, it was good. We got to work with Quinn. We got to work with Wild Bill. Yeah. Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. Our um, our good friend, Jack Johnson. We 
I've got to work with him a couple times since then. I don't. Right. He's hanging around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I just worked a deal and uh, it was over near Alexander. Uh, yeah, the Weaverville. Yeah, right? the Weaverville. Yeah. yeah, and Jack was there, and uh, I mean. First off, we're in this building no bigger than the room we're in right now. Like it, Jack had a hard time working that crowd. Small arena, like that was that was some redneck stuff right there. That was sketchy. <laughs> it's it, in the mountains. Like I, yeah. I got lost on on my way to the arena, and then we get there, and there's six bucking shoots, and it ain't no wider than them six. And you open shoot one and six, and the gate is open at a 90 because it just hits the panel oh my and God. uh but you know what's crazy they buck horses in there yeah they bucked like six or seven sal bronc and bareback horses in that small arena because jack was telling me i was actually on my way home from bryson city that night i was doing that that zebra for ernie up there and uh me and jack were just talking on the phone on the way home just trying not to like go to sleep and he was telling me that he didn't even get his barrel out because no. of how small he said there was. He said I would have been more in the way. Oh, absolutely. Else. Yeah, they, we didn't need a barrel, man. Heck, we had four bullfighters in there, and that was that was too many. Good grief. Yeah, well, it was three bullfighters and one guy trying it out for for the first time. But so you you fought yeah, Wild me, Bill, Wild fought. Bill, and uh, Zach Jordan. And then Quan Swint was the was the guy. Oh yeah, trying oh, it out. Yeah. Quinn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Wild Bill told me no. Jack Johnson was telling me that he actually did pretty good. Yeah, he he made a good little round on yeah. this uh this mean little. I guess he's probably two years old. Nice little calf, and he made a pretty good round with him. He's I really mean, fast. He needs to learn to slow down, but he he's pretty it. quick and athletic. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. could see him. He's got a ton of talent. Behind. Yeah. He oh, absolutely. Yeah. Teacher, you know, maybe maybe get another teacher, but he's fine. Yeah. Don't don't make Paul. I, I told I hero. told him I'd help him out. Well, there you Paul go. Paul fought Bull before he was in the Velocity Corps. Oh yeah. Yeah. He he taught uh, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Taught Frank, Cody, Matt Baldwin, all of them. All of them. Tough <laughs> <laughs> All of them. You name it, he taught them. What oh, you talking about? We definitely starting to wind up. Um, <laughs> You know, I do hate to say, you know, we were just talking about guys starting out. As much as I hate to say it, um, for our bull riding in Bland, we did not get Quinn. It was sad. But we did get Keenan Kirksey, which yeah. I am super, super excited about. Do either one of y'all you know Keenan? Uh, do not. Fights at Pickens? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard, I heard a lot from, actually... Um, yeah, he's really talented. He took a nice little shot. Was it this past weekend? Or I, I'm is it the um, I can't even think. Was it see weekend before last? He was in Bryson City with me, and I think this weekend he was in Pickens. So I wasn't in Pickens. Yeah, weekend. I would say it was this past weekend. Then yeah, I took a nice shot. Um, nice. Yeah, I, he's really talented. So the first time I ever saw him, I turned to my secretary and I, I'm like. Dang, how long has he been fighting bulls? And she goes, this, this is like his third time. Like, third, what do you mean third time? This is the third time he's ever fought a bull. He, he is super talented, so I'm very excited. Even though Quinn couldn't do it, hey, which I'm, we, we would have loved to have Quinn. Hey, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for you, you know. it's uh, And it's one of those deals. We've talked about it with other people. There is enough talent to go around. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And, uh, you know, so didn't get Quinn. Um, and that's partially our fault. We had some scheduling stuff we had to do and redo and stuff like that, but it happens. Um, have you secured our other one yet? I don't want to say its name if it ain't locked in. I am working on it right now. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I think it's going to be really good. In fact, that was, uh, you know, I, I want to get Keenan kind of out there a little bit, get him some exposure. and But really, I wanted to get him in the arena with the guy we're talking to. If it works out, that will be really, really good for him. Absolutely. Um, so, Alvin, you can come up. To Bland? Yeah. I, that's a funny story. I have a lot of family in Bland. Really? Oh. Yeah. My whole, like, my dad's side. Free place to stay. So, Alvin, if oh. you're coming to Bland, Alvin's going to put you up with his family. So, just come on up. <laughs> It's oh, all taken care of. Free they're room. Italian people, and they don't like people. Oh, well. Oh, it's okay. Italians cook. Make yeah, us some cook. ravioli. Yeah. They, we eat ravioli. It's all good. We're all going to stay at Alvin's in Bland. Um, so, yeah, come on up. It'll be a jolly good time. Where are you going that weekend, Quinn? Uh, what weekend is it? The last weekend of August. Oh, I'll be at a, a SRA in Union Grove. That's right. Yeah, you're you're just starting to do some of those SRAs, aren't you? Yeah, uh, this will be my first year working some SRAs, but I've worked a bunch of zebras and worked King Zebra their winter yeah. series all year, and uh, been being Gordonsville this Saturday, uh, and then working their zebras, and I'm I'm booking up some pretty big shows this year. It's pretty cool. Well, we remember when Quinn. Was just doing junior rodeos and the PB and J. Oh, fighting two bulls, two junior bulls at the man. It, the it, deals. it. Trust me, I don't forget that man. Pay Working, yeah, yeah. It, it, I was having to pay my dues. It, it was one of them things where I just wanted to fight bulls, and I'm, I'm still that kid who yeah. just wants to go in and fight bulls. But well, I remember a couple weekends ago going to Owensboro, and it's this indoor arena. There's a sound, man. I just remember there's like the huge screens up where they got stuff playing. And kind of like what you were saying about the paying your dues, it's it's so awesome to walk into a place like that and look around and go, wow, I'm here. That's I remember when I was announcing at places that had fallen over announcer stand and seven-hour shows and just rinky-dink panels falling down, oh, stuff yeah. not working. And now here I am in a coliseum, and it's just like, dude, that's wow. That's exactly how I felt this past weekend at the UBF camp. With, uh, I mean, you walk in and they got the big screen with instant replay and real nice panels and arena and a bunch of sponsors, and then they fans show up and there's four thousand people in the yeah. stands, and you're like, holy cow, I made it! Like this I is mean, this is like what the, it's all about. Ain't nothing like the thirty thousand in Albemarle. Uh, but it's close. It's close. Yeah, and it's and it's just awesome. And I think um, I think a lot of people that don't start towards the bottom never have that experience. Well, it's it's, great. A, it's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, you don't appreciate where you're at and what you got as much. Heck, working all those rodeos for free. King King's a good example. I fought first time I fought King. I got hooked by this Torres bull and. and mauled me and imagine my uh, a Torres bull hooking somebody well, be kidding. well <laughs> I was walking across the arena and Phil Trivet burned him and didn't say nothing and I mean he made a beeline right for me and oh. smoked me, ran me over. Lee was the first guy to me. And I got up was like what happened and 
Boyce Knox was running <clears throat> running the show at the time, and uh, he told me I was never allowed back in the arena again. And so, dang, I showed up every weekend, worked back pens, never got paid. And this year, I was at every King Rodeo, just about getting paid yeah. to fight bulls. Right. And like being able to being able to go from there at getting hooked and saying you're not allowed back to getting hired to work it, like yeah, that. It, it's so cool and it makes me appreciate where I was and where I'm at now and all the hard work that I put in to get to where I'm at. It, it's cool to see that pays yeah, off. For sure. So where are you wanting to go, Alvin? I mean, and I don't mean right now. I meant like... In the future? Yeah. I, I plan on... I guess I'm more PRCA. Yeah. Than you want to do more rodeos. Yeah. I'm, I like... Uh, like I guess you could say one of my heroes is Dusty Tugness. I, I look up to him. He is one of the toughest, grittiest bullfighters out there. I mean, I hate that he's out. His recovery, though, I'm, I've been keeping up with it. He keeps he keeps pretty good posts on Instagram. Right. Working full time. All right. So protection or freestyle? Protection. Twin. Protection. No, oh, protection. Oh, really? The, look, the only reason I, I'm entering freestyles and doing freestyles is, one, for my mindset, if you can step around a Mexican fighting bull and, and make it look easy, I mean, these bucking bulls are nothing. And uh, so that, that makes you feel good going into a rodeo. But uh, the only reason I'm doing freestyle is, is to get my name out there. It, you got to get exposure and uh, get your name out yeah. there and – Heck, the the party in the ponds UBF I was at was streamed on Pluto TV, so like oh nice yeah so uh it's it's a good way to get your name out there and, and get some exposure but I love protection that's 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 why I started fighting bulls I wanted to help my buddies out so uh now I, it's just trying to get to that next level and, and freestyle is is what gets you there right especially out here in North Carolina. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it sounds like you know you're you're already filling up with those zebras. Yeah. Putting the SRC or not not SRC the uh, that's ranch right there. They don't do no fighting. No, I mean yeah. they do they fight. Yeah. Well no, they, no, no, no actually that's a lie. They only fight at Broken Pipe. They don't fight in the SRCA. Um, but they don't do no bullfighting there. Yeah. Um, the SRA. Yeah, and those are great deals, and and I'm really excited and, and grateful to work them, but. The goal is GoPro. Uh, I'd love to work some PBRs and some PRCA events and some stuff like that. And it's just keep climbing the ladder. I, right. I'm just at the next rung now. Right. So you're 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 making that step. I mean, you've come a long way since when we first started. For sure. Seeing you, yeah. It's been, it's been a lot of lot of long hard work, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's paying off, and I I love what I do, and I'm grateful for every opportunity i get and heck god is good that's all i gotta say what would you like to say alvin as your your parting words my parting words um, oh please don't say something corny oh, don't know the positivity thing oh yeah that was you know it was so funny because i was just sitting here thinking don't say something corny about opening and shutting doors and i i thought well that's I didn't want to steal <laughs> Quinn's thunder. 
So how about we go to Alvin, and then let's give you a few more seconds to really make sure that what you're doing. <laughs> I already doing. got it. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. Well, you just keep thinking about it, <laughs> because you thought you had it last time. You said it with all the confidence in the world. <laughs> Hey, and it was terrible. No matter no matter what, y'all can say it's terrible, but y'all still talk about it on we, just about every podcast. You know why we make fun of it? Hey, it's memorable. That's for sure. Yeah. Anyway. You, how do you think I feel? They stayed on Fat Kid for like three or four minutes of this podcast. But let's be honest, we wouldn't have known you were a Fat Kid if Quinn wouldn't have said it. It's true. Yeah. So yeah, Sorry think about, about that, that while you're getting ready to be positive. We're going to call him poor Alvin Fat. Shouldn't call him fat just because he is fat. Uh, anyway, you said it more than he did. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay, Alvin, what would you like to say to us? Um, final. I guess the final words would be. You get ready to die. No, I'm not. I'm not that kind. Oh, 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 you said. You said. <laughs> party. The way you drive. Party. Though, uh, I'm careful. not a bad driver. Well, you know how people leave here, though. You shouldn't yeah. Have that. Oh, I, oh, that is bad. <laughs> yeah, Ronald. Ronald Bly did total his truck when he left here, so. Don't, don't die Lord. driving. Why did you every... speak it in the atmosphere anyway? Like that was. I don't horrible. know. That was, that was really bad. If you do get killed tonight in a car wreck, I am going to feel just, bad. Just so you just know. stop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Alvin. What are your final words? Well, one thing that I really live off of is um, taking the good days with the bad. Um, you're you're always going to have bad days. It's part of life. Take the good ones with with the most pleasure but the bad ones they're still going to be there um so shake them off and just keep working well that was definitely better than quinn's so um the bar's been set high quinn yeah what do you have to uh, say if it, <laughs> i can't even take you seriously quinn you ready <laughs> no we won't uh, do you so uh, okay let's have radio silence here for quinn if the door's locked, open the window. <laughs> wow. Just when you thought it couldn't get any dumber, here comes Quinn. No, I, I mean, really, when I, when, I, when I said that, I was talking about opportunities. You know, one opportunity closes. Quinn, if you can't you make it. Well, it hey, wasn't you, you didn't talk over our heads. Hey, it it seemed like y'all did. Went right over y'all's heads. No, Quinn, we fully understood. It was just corny. Well, if the door's locked, <laughs> open the window. <laughs> well, so he has had months to think about it, and we went from opening the door I, to opening the door. I came door. up with that today, actually, on so, the car right here. <laughs> literally, there's a door there, and you said open the door last time. Now you're saying no. If, <laughs> you know, the door, let's just crawl into if, the window. If the door's locked, open the window. If it's not, open just catch the door. a breaking it in. If the door, door, if the door, if the door closes, open it. The door's locked. Open the window. What if the window's locked? Huh. Oh God. Don't stop. <laughs> Perseverance. That's what I'm getting at. Use the chimney. <laughs> just like Santa Claus. You I, love Christmas. I love Santa Claus. You know what? That made me happy. Thank you for saying You're that. That I was the highlight of the whole episode. I appreciate it. We that. talked about Santa Claus. Matt saved me. More like Quinn Claus. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, Matt, is there anything else you want to say positive? After that, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've said everything we need to say. We do love Santa Claus here at the end of the last podcast, except Matt. He hates Christmas. I don't think he likes Jesus either. 
But uh, I love <laughs> uh, Santa Claus maybe not so much. No. Anyway, he's fat, like Alvin used to. Be. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Hey, poor Alvin. Hey, but you know what Santa Claus doesn't have that Alvin has? A blue hat. Oh, I'm still fat though. <laughs> well, pretty he's graduating a whole year early. Yeah, but he sleeps through third and fourth period. He does, and wrecks his car. Yeah, I don't look that deer minute. Okay, it was suicide. Yes, I look. So that deer comes out. All right, goes into my lane. I go to the other lane, and I, I don't know why Alvin didn't go hit the brake because I'm cruising like this is Donahall uh, over towards King. Right before you get to the big hill after you cross the railroad tracks, so I was doing like 75. And uh, so you I. You want to ride to the store with Alvin? No. So I go, I go, I switch lanes thinking, okay, he'll just chill right there. He dumps him back into the other lane. So I go back to my lane, and he comes back into my lane as, as, uh, as we smack him. And yeah, that's. He that's had what a hard does. life, and he was over it. That done yeah. not, that done all of the damage to my car. When I hit when I hit that guy in Raleigh, I literally <laughs> I literally touched him. Like I hit that guy. Like and they're like it's a lawsuit. They're blaming me for it because he hit another guy in front of him. If it's an active lawsuit, you probably shouldn't be talking about it. Do you have an attorney, Alvin? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh god. Nobody wants to support my case. I've talked to like no, okay. That's probably because you don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Call my cousin, Brittany Carter. She's Cousin Brittany Carter, one of the best criminal defense attorneys in this part of town. Maybe she'll give us some money now. Yeah, sponsor us. I sent, yeah. I, sent, I sent a mutual friend of ours to Brittany today. Oh, good. Yeah. I have to tell you that story, like. Okay. But uh, anyway, so yeah. Well, it's about that time. We, you know, since I mentioned us winding down, we've gone on almost 40 minutes. What did I tell point. you? Every time. Every time. You know, it's, it's funny. Um, we could sit here. And we we could do this for a few more hours, oh, like easily. 100%. The the one with Ronald, we're like, Ronald, shut up. And then he got a cramp and danced around your. Head. <laughs> yeah. So, and then he got wrecked. It was just wild night for Ronald. Poor boy. <laughs> Poor Ronald. But anywho, he's gonna be in Bland. He's gonna be our arena director and yeah. judge up there in Bland. And those people that were at the show Ronald did before he got hooked up with old Merlin Tyree, um. Those were two of the best shows I've ever been to in my life. Ronald's run a show, Absolutely. and it, it's going to be awesome. I hope you're making plans to come. It is going to be the last Saturday in August. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. It's either the 27th or the 29th, um, whatever that Saturday is. It's going to be there. Um, I talked to Jesse today. She's working on a flyer, so we should have that out soon. Um, give you a little bit of information about it. Um, so make sure you're planning on attending. If you are interested in being a vendor up there, um, you can get a hold of me, Matt, or Jesse Helm. She's on Facebook. And um, we'll get you all the information. It'll be a great opportunity. Set up about 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Be there during the fair, during the cattle show, and during the rodeo. Definitely going to be be a good day for that. Um, are you headed anywhere this weekend, Matt? Sorry. Yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Circle G. Circle G. And Saturday, then, uh, Sunday, then I'm, you're gonna come down. Hopefully, I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, burn the midnight oil, as they say. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be a jolly good time in South Carolina. Jolly. Jolly. Which goes along with Christmas. God, that's why I said it. Yeah, it made me happy. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be down there this weekend, and then I'm doing a wedding. 
for um don't this this is a rodeo wedding for uh do you do you know Matt Fleshman? Lives up in Virginia. He used to ride bulls. He's he he's been around for a long time and so I've been I'm gonna be up there with Matt Fleshman. So they are. Yeah. They're they're nice people. And um so yeah, I've I don't do many weddings anymore, but I do a few. So uh, I'll be doing that weekend after next. So we'll be in South Carolina this weekend. Once again, thank you to our wonderful sponsor. Be more media, Brian Lester. Lester. Oh, I <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. Totally unplanned, a little bit weird, but yeah. it worked out. Um, thank you to Alvin and Quinn for being here. We thank definitely y'all. enjoyed it. If yes. somebody wants to get a hold of y'all about doing a show or something, I guess Facebook best way to get a hold of y'all. Yeah, yeah Facebook. That would probably be the best way. Quinn Instagram Moran. If you need yeah. It, but yeah. And then Alvin. How do you spell your last name? P A R C E L L. Parcel. Yeah, a lot of people call it parcel. It's been announced that way a couple of times. Really. But not by me. Why are you looking at me? Uh, no, because I'm you not butcher every name. Yeah. That, that is true. I probably would be the type person. <laughs> that would say that. But I have not. That's wild Bill's fault. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I think we're going to call it quits. Man, we are an hour and 20 minutes into this. Oh, yeah. And um, there are definitely still some other things we'll talk about. We'll have to do it another time. Next Sunday, we will be releasing the episode we did with Lee and Landon. They'll be coming out, and then we'll be taking a couple weeks off and coming back with our Women in Rodeo series. Looking forward to that. It's going to be a good one. So um, be sure and check us out. Um, you can find Matt on Facebook, Matt Benfield. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook, Adam Lee, the announcer. Um, shirt should be in any time now, so make sure you hit us up about that, and we will get you taken care of as supplies allow. Nice. That's it. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank y'all, too, for being here. We really enjoyed it. As always, good night, God bless, and we'll see you down the road.